You're listening to Candid Conversations, the podcast. Hey, y'all. It's Taylor Ashley, your internet bestie, and I'm here with my bestie. Christian Jacori. And we are Candid, Candid Conversations. Conversations. So just down feeling this evening time changes seasonal depression work what are we looking at well with the time changes currently 6 38 and it feel like it's nine o'clock <laughs> so agree. it's been throwing me off i'm not gonna even lie to you when i'm on my way to work i feel like i'm late yeah because it's so bright but it literally be only like seven something and by the time i get off work and get home like i said it feel like it's nine o'clock and it's only 545 6 o'clock yeah so it's gonna be an adjustment to get through that it's definitely kicking my ass and I didn't realize yeah. it until yesterday I think and I was just like I am tired yeah I'm sleepy during the day then I get into bed I go to sleep I'm waking up at four o'clock making myself go back to sleep right wake up again at five o'clock a.m make myself go back to sleep by 5 30 I'm just like all right I'm up now. Let me get the dog. Let me do, you know, we have a schedule. Right. So it, it's been throwing me off, especially because I get off at five o'clock and by 530, it's already getting dark. Like now I feel like I need to go home and take a bath take and a go bath, to sleep. Get in the bed. Yeah, that, that's, it's, it's, it's just the beginning. We got until March to, to go through this. Which is crazy because I don't think I remember ever really feeling like this around daylight savings when we were younger like i just don't i don't know i don't know what it is but i feel like it's affected me this time around a lot more i feel like you get older you go through things <laughs> and it just so happened to be around this time so it's not making it any better with daylight savings so i figured that's just what i'll list with this yeah i just can't wait for it to be light outside longer so i can feel like i have a life again because once that sun goes down it'd be a wrap for me is there anything else you're waiting for no, like I said, I'm over this daylight savings too, so I'm just <laughs> waiting till March yeah. for the change back. You know what I'm excited about? So, y'all might not know, but I'm going on vacation this weekend, and I'm so excited to just, I don't know, just be by the beach, by the water, relaxing, chilling, journaling, thinking, praying, reflecting, having fun, whatever. And it's a very, very tiny group of us. It's just me, my mom, and my sister, so that makes it even better, but... I feel like the devil be trying me before something I'm looking forward to happens. Always, definitely, yeah. That, if if the devil ain't trying you, he, let me just say, he, he's going to definitely try you. It's definitely going to be a test before you get to what you're waiting on or what you've been praying for. So that's definitely, that's that's common. It's annoying. That, that, it, and you know what? At first I thought I was just really superstitious. I really thought I was just superstitious, superstitious. I really thought I was superstitious. Like, okay, Taylor, every time, like I'm telling myself, I'm making myself believe every time I'm nearing something I'm waiting for or looking forward to, something is thrown in the plans to deviate from whatever that event is. And so, for example, I got in a car accident last week. Mm-hmm. The day before a completely booked three-day weekend. Right. The week before my vacation, right. like 
all of those things flashed in my mind, not immediately, but throughout that process. And I'm just like, what I'm going to do on the plane going to the Bahamas with a bruised wrist right. and, a, and, a, and a messed up shoulder because the airbag cool. hit my shoulder mm-hmm. and it, it it burned my shoulder. What I'm going to do? Yeah. You know what I'm going to do? <clears throat> I'm going to do whatever I said I was going to do right. with those, with the circumstances. Correct. But it just made me think a lot about like the waiting season. Right. That period of praying for something, looking forward to something, but not yet reaching that destination. That that space and time, I feel like can be very conflicting. Right, definitely. And there's so much to navigate between, you know, asking for something and finally getting it. So let me let me ask you a question just going back to your statement. How do you deal with hardships leading up to whatever it, you know it is that you're waiting on in your waiting season? How do you deal with that? That's a hard question because I feel like I am currently in the waiting season for different things in my life right now, and I am experiencing the hardships. So honestly, the best way I've been able to either overcome the hardship while I'm waiting or um, I'm able to just deal with whatever it is, is to honestly look forward to what's to come, right? So I know there's some some things where there is still an uncertainty, uh, like I could have prayed for something and I don't know if I'm going to get it. I don't know what it'll look like when it comes. But there are some things that I've planned, right? And I'm still waiting for it, even though I know it's to come. Yeah. Regardless of the situation, there's a period between when I asked for it or when I began planning it and when I finally get to that 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 space. Right. Um, just speaking based on current experiences, what I'm feeling and going through right now, the easiest way is for me to look forward to what's to come, to really genuinely look on the bright side. Right. That's the best way I've been able to go through those hardships and not give up in that waiting season. Mm-hmm. Even if it's something that I have planned, like my vacation, we've planned that. You know, we know we have flights, we know we have hotels booked in, and and events that we're gonna go to once we get there. But anything can happen between that time. What if I got in an accident and I was injured, right. worse than I already have been, like a debilitating injury, or or what if you know I got in an accident and it involved me having to come out of a lot of money or whatever, repairs, medical bills, whatever. And it tapped into what I planned on spending for for my vacation. Right. So with that being said, like there are obstacles throughout and the best way I've been able to, to truly not even deal. I don't want to say deal because I feel like it has a negative connotation, but the best way I've been able to maneuver through them has been to look forward to what's to come think on the brighter side and then leaning on faith that whatever it is that I asked for or plan for will happen, even if it's a deviation or it's deviated from the the way that I would have wanted it. Right. That's the best way. Cause I feel like otherwise you'll go down a rabbit hole of negativity, Correct. not knowing what to do because the sudden issue circumstance or hardship has presented itself while you're waiting to receive whatever it is that you asked for. So for me, it's mental. I have to mentally 
help myself or prepare myself in order to get there. Because I feel like with anything, there will be obstacles. I genuinely don't believe that anything worth having will be easy to get. Correct. Correct. Um, so yeah, that's, I feel like that's how I navigate through it. You know, is that for everybody? Probably not. Does it work all the time? No. No. But I can say my faith doesn't waver. Correct. I will say that. And then if I have to deviate from my initial plans, I'd be a little sad because of course, you know, you want things to, to look and go a certain way, but then now I have to tap into the other side of that. Okay. Now that I'm here, what's the lesson out of it? Right. What have I learned from it? And what can I do moving forward? So what about, what about you? For me, and let me just start off by saying this, the devil, I feel like he comes in, in two particular moments in, in, in people's lives. Mm -hmm. When we're already vulnerable, mm -hmm. when we're already down, and when we're getting ready to wait for something. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's when he comes the most. Um, and I've experienced, you know, both. Mm -hmm. So, uh, but for me, as far as how do I navigate through it, mm -hmm. I look at everything as a lesson. Number one, yeah, there was a lesson in this particular hardship happening before or while I'm in my waiting season. Yeah, so it's to figure out what that lesson is, mm -hmm. how to net, how to how to handle it, and how to get through it mm -hmm. while I'm waiting for what I've been asking or praying for, mm -hmm. and also just just praying. Number one, just mm -hmm. praying to God, you know that like i said he helps me understand what the lesson is behind that mm -hmm. and you know i kind of take things I've, I've gotten to the stage in my life where i try to look you know look at the good and everything mm -hmm. so no matter what hardship i may be going through i try to look at the positive in it and what good you know came out sort of came out of it and so i just i just go from there and i just allow god to do you know what he's going to do and during your waiting season, I think, because I'm experiencing this now, the hardest part is having the faith. Because mm -hmm. we want things, as humans, we want things done on our time the way That's we right. want. Right. But like they always say, God laughs at you when you make plans. Right. And he really does, because you can plan for something, you can write something down and have a certain order, mm -hmm. but it's not going to happen that way. Mm -hmm. And in those times, he's really, God is really looking for you to just have faith in him mm -hmm. and just be patient with his plan. Yes, we can have a plan, but there's no plan better than God's plan. That's and that's right. one thing I had to, you know, learn not the hard way, but that's one thing I just had to come to realization. Like mm -hmm. we can plan all we want to, but if God has something else in store for you, he's going to make sure you go his way and not your way. You know, no matter what I'm doing, what I'm planning or asking for, before I start asking or planning, I always ask myself, is this in alignment with what God has for you? Right. Or what he wants for you? Is this in alignment with the path that you're taking? Correct. So no, a trip to the Bahamas or to Vegas or to Miami isn't necessarily that deep to say, does the Lord want me to go on vacation? Right. This, you know, yeah. it's not like that. But the things that we wait for are normally things we have asked for wholeheartedly. We want them. We're working towards it. We're in that that period of uncertainty or that period of just waiting for it to be our turn or right. waiting for um, it to become ours. I feel like what's for you will always be yours. Correct. It's not going to miss you. You may have 
you know, walked away from an opportunity, but you didn't miss one. You may have changed your mind about something, but it'll come back around. Like what's for you will always be yours, especially if it's in his will and it's the way that he sees it for you. But something that really, really kind of gets me when I'm asking for something or I want something, I always ask myself, if he gave you everything you're praying for right now, will you be ready to receive it? Correct. See, and I'm glad you brought that up because when you're also, when you're asking for something, this is also I've learned something I've learned as well. When you're asking and praying for something to, to God, you, you also have to ask yourself or you have to act, you have to pray to God to allow you to be able to handle mm-hmm. what you're asking for. That's right. Because you can ask for something and may not be equipped to handle it. Right. But you have to literally ask him to prepare you to handle, you know, everything that you're asking him for. Because some people, they ask for something, they they can just mess it up because they weren't prepared to handle it. Right. I always ask, you know, when I'm praying for things or asking for things, of course, I always start off with thanking him first and foremost before I just go in with my Christmas list. (laughs) But instead of give me blank, I want blank. Help me blank. It's more so, please prepare me prepare. for, Correct. guide me towards, you know, that type of thing. And I think the language is important. Correct. I think how you're asking is important because you can beg, 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 and beg, and beg, and then it's delivered. And either it's not the way you expected it to be, or you're literally just not ready to right. receive that. Um, the waiting season, though, doesn't always have to be hard. It doesn't always have to be difficult. It doesn't always have to be something negative. I think it it's also a season where you have to take time to learn something, learn about something yourself, whatever it is that you're asking for. Uh, to me, it's just timeliness too, because I feel like a waiting period doesn't necessarily have an expiration. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you have come to a, a wholeness in certain situations, that's when you'll get what you've been asking for. And, and normally when you least expect it to. Right. And so with that, I also feel like even though, you know, we ask God for things or we have, you know, a list of things that we, that we want. Mm-hmm. I think we also have to realize that just because we're in a waiting season, it, it may just mean that something that we're asking for may not get done in that season. That's right. So we also have to be prepared for that because we can ask God for a family, a new house, a new car, mm-hmm. but he may say, Hey, right now it's not time for that new car. You right. know, it's not time, it's not time for the house. And I think a lot of times we get on social media mm-hmm. and we see what everybody else has that we may want or that we may be asking for. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, we ask God, he might say, no, it's not your turn. That's right. Just wait because also he may, we, we ask for certain things, but God has bigger things planned for us. Right. So we maybe ask for something small, but here he is planning something bigger, much larger, much yeah. larger than we could ever imagine and think mm-hmm. of. Yeah. You're right too. I think when it comes to social media, that's where the comparisons come in. Right. And I think we really have to reel ourselves in and reel ourselves back when we look on social media and begin comparing ourselves to other people that have what it is we're waiting for or have what it is that we are wanting. Um, I don't think that it should be the standard. Right. 
Um, but that also just goes to show that a lot of people don't understand the wait-in season. Or they may have had a difficult time obtaining something that somebody else has. And it's a, a less jealousy thing and more of um, a disappointment thing. Mm-hmm. Like they're disappointed in themselves for not being able to do X, Y, and Z. Right. I, I genuinely believe that comparison... The thief of joy. Man, what? The you the thief of joy. will literally scroll yourself into misery right looking at what other people have and what they're doing you don't know what it took for them to get there you don't know how they got there there. you do not know people show you what they want you to see correct plain and simple yeah i want to show you my nice beautiful house i'm proud of my house i built my house from the ground up but guess what Y'all ain't seen nothing about my house since we bought it. We built it and I started to decorate. That Correct. was it. Yeah. It's not about nobody else. Right. I'm not posting for anyone else. Right. But at the same time, I'm also okay with not sharing. That doesn't mean I stopped being proud of my home. Right. That doesn't mean we lost our house. That doesn't mean I don't live here anymore. I just decided to keep it for myself. Right. And so I'm just saying that to say whatever I show is what you're going to get. Right. Same thing with everyone else. If, if if someone's husband's taking them to the Louis V store in the Galleria every Friday, well, that's great. You right. don't know why. And it doesn't have to be a bad thing behind it. The reason doesn't have to be bad. Correct. But maybe they're finding it to start in a space where you aren't yet. So you you may be upset that she got a new Gucci bag. Would you go and go and buy a new Gucci bag and then not be able to eat lunch tomorrow? Right. Like you have to be financially responsible. And and take care of yourself, despite what people on social media are doing, because you do not know how or why. Right. My biggest thing is in the waiting season, um, practicing patience. Has there ever been a time for you where you're in your waiting season and you are upset or you feel heavy, not mad at God or mad at yourself or mad at anyone in particular, but just anxious and you have that sense of uncertainty that's unsettling have you ever had that experience yeah i've had it and i think sometimes because i I myself been a victim of it just seeing i may be asking for something i may see somebody on social media with it Mm -hmm. and so i kind of get anxious like okay god when's it gonna be my turn when like i said i have Mm -hmm. to take a step back Mm -hmm. and realize that it it's not my moment or god is preparing me for what it is that i actually need or Mm -hmm. you know what i want but it may just come differently and just kind of go back to what we said about social media and, you know, people getting things and we not seeing the process. Mm-hmm. I appreciate the people who are vulnerable mm-hmm. on social media as far as telling how they got to this step. So if it's right. with a, a babe having a baby or having a family, I appreciate them being vulnerable and mm-hmm. open up because that can help out others. Because, like I said, we can see what everybody else has. But we don't we we don't know what it took for, to get there. So I appreciate right. people who actually, you know, tell the bad as well. There's some good that came out of it, but let mm-hmm. me know how you navigated through the hard times because right. that can help me or I can help somebody else right. with doing so. Right. Uh, but to go back to what you're saying, so yes, I have been anxious. Uh, like I said, not upset at God or anything, just anxious because I know what I want and mm-hmm. I can feel like it's my time and I deserve it. Mm-hmm. But if it's not what God feels like I deserve a need, then I can't be mad at him. So all I can really do is just wait, uh, play my part as far as putting the work in and mm-hmm. just have the faith and just stay patient. I know the hardest thing about being able to lean on your faith and depend on it to get you to that final destination 
is not knowing why or when. Correct. Or even sometimes how. I feel like because God is not a physical being, it's not, he's not someone you can hear from verbally. Like some people don't have that, that instinct or that voice in their heads or, right. or in their heart that lets them know that that's God talking to them. So that waiting period is, is, is hard for them yeah. because they don't know where to turn to. When it comes to the waiting season and having that anxiousness, that uncertainty, or just feeling really, really heavy, um, I always just remind myself not to allow the residue of whatever it is that I'm carrying during that time to become the weight during that waiting season. Because it may be uncomfortable, but it's not a sign to necessarily give up or lose faith. To me, it's the sign to let me know that something bigger is coming, something greater is coming, and something is about to break. But if I continually carry around that uncertainty, not knowing, not knowing how, what should I do next? When is it my turn? To me, it's discouraging. Correct. The waiting season is not a, a, a easy season to be in, for it's not, sure. It's not pretty. It's not pretty, but I feel like how you navigate through it will determine its difficulty. Right. Um, there's many times that you want something now, and we are in a generation of, of instant gratification. Correct. We want what we want now. Right now. But I think it's it's better to think about the greater good. Correct. Why do I want it right now? What What is it going to benefit if I get it right now versus waiting to when God says I'm ready? Right. How should you get it? How will you get it right, right. now? Like, to me, I always question myself, why? Right. In every response I give myself, I, I ask why to that response. Mm-hmm. And I funnel all the way down until I come to some understanding as to why I need whatever it is I'm asking for at this exact moment. I think the waiting season in any situation is something that's enough to make you feel like you want to give up. Right. Whether it's relationships, whether it's, you know, a new job, whether it's wanting a new car, a house, a baby, a marriage, better family dynamics, whatever the case is, I feel like there's always work to be done too. You can't sit idly and just waiting for God to do something. You got to put in the work too. So during that waiting season, you're not just sitting there with your legs crossed, twiddling your thumbs. Right. Like, okay, Lord, what about uh, now? Yeah. Well, what are you doing? Because you got, I feel like you got to help him help you. Just like with your therapist. You can't go to therapy and vent, vent, vent. Your therapist gives you an assignment. And you don't do it. Working. And then you go back and you're venting about the same thing. It's a cycle. What are you doing to get to that place that you want to get to? That's something that I often think about when it comes to waiting. And so in the midst of having to have patience in that waiting season, I also think about the work you have to put in to get to that final destination. No, that that's true. So have you ever thought about this when you're in your waiting season? Mm-hmm. God is wanting, he may be wanting you to sit down so you <laughs> could listen. Because that's that's something I've struggled with, you know. Yeah. Cause I'm I'm the type of person whenever it, I'm I'm going through something or if I'm asking for something, mm-hmm. especially if I'm going through something personally, 
I tend to keep myself busy to allow myself not to deal with whatever it is I'm dealing with. But even in the waiting season to ask for something, you have to sit down and, and listen to God, to what he's saying, because he could be trying to show you something and you can't see it if you're too busy moving around and trying to be in the mix of everything. So you do have to find those moments where you sit down and let things out and just allow him to answer you. So in your opinion, are we able to achieve both during that season? Can I do the work and sit down to be able to hear him clearly? Because I just genuinely don't believe in my waiting season, I should just solely be waiting for him. Unless what you're saying is you put in the work, now you're in the waiting season. Correct. Okay. Because I'm trying to, I'm trying to understand, I'm, and I'm open to your perception as well. Um, to me, I think the waiting season is a season of you've been putting in the work. Because um, for okay, let me backtrack. Before I start anything, I pray about it. Correct. And I ask if I ask God if this is what He wants for me, and if it is for Him to help guide me into that space, Correct. right? From that moment, I start doing the work. And to me, once in the midst of me doing that work, I'm in my waiting season. Right. That's how I look at it. Yeah. Um, from the time I asked him to the moments I'm doing the work, there are moments in between where I am asking for clarity or, or looking for that clarity. Right. And then I get to that destination. So that's what the waiting season looks like for me. No, yeah, that makes sense. I see what you're saying. So, yeah, so... You, you also have to be putting in the work. Mm -hmm. You can't just ask for something and not put in the work. Mm -hmm. So that's when I, that's why I say that you should be putting in the work and just, you know, at moments, just kind of sit down and just let God do what he does mm -hmm. and just listen to him. And he's going to take you from there. But you, you can't necessarily do that if you're just doing everything else and not putting in the work and not really working for what you're asking. So you know what that it, it sounds like to me when as I as I hear you say that to me it sounds like someone who's asking for something maybe put in minimum minimum effort. amount of effort and work correct and then waiting for him to do the rest correct because i feel like we've all been there we've all asked for something and haven't put in all the work mm -hmm. and so we now we looking at god like okay what's going on god why haven't you blessed me with what mm -hmm. i asked for when when it really is, you haven't put in the work that he's wanting you to put in. Yeah. You can't just give God the bare minimum mm -hmm. and expect him to give you something grand. It don't yeah. it don't work like that. Mm -hmm. And God will humble you real quick. If you, he will humble you real quick. So you really just have to put in the work. And it's not going to be pretty all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you said, being in your waiting season and asking for God for things is not going to be pretty. It's not meant to be pretty. Sometimes mm -hmm. you got to get deep down. You got to, it's going to get rugged. And so it's all about are you going to have the faith? Or are you going to really put the work in to get through that, to get to the other side, to what you're asking for? Mm -hmm. So, okay, imagine this. There's something you really, really, really want. You've been wanting it. You feel like you're ready for it. And God literally taps you on your shoulder and said, in 10 years, bro, how would you respond to that? Would that change the trajectory of how you maneuver regarding that thing that you asked for? Does it change how you interact in that waiting season? Does it change how you wait? 
in that waiting season. If you knew the time ain't now and the time ain't near, it's coming though. Right. How do you how how do you respond to that? So pretty generically, how do you feel about knowing something you really want isn't in your near future? Right. But you have faith that it it is your future. How does that look for you? So if we asking the five years ago Christian, mm-hmm. I would probably be upset mm-hmm. and I'll probably just go back to moving how I was prior to me asking for everything. Mm-hmm. But if we ask the Christian now, mm-hmm. the you know, I've gotten more mature and more wiser, I would say that it's a reason I'm not getting it now. Mm. So I can't be upset. I have to be able to just say, okay, God, I'm going to wait mm-hmm. and I'm going to allow you to bless me in those 10 years. Do you feel like that would also encourage you to make some changes? Yes, because and because he says I'm not ready for it for it in this season. So there's something I'm doing or not doing mm-hmm. that made him change his mind and have me wait X amount of years I have alone. Mm-hmm. So I do have to ask him what is it that I'm lacking, or I do have to look within myself to see what it is I am lacking and what I need to do to change. Mm, okay, that that makes perfect sense. I think a lot of times some people want that instant validation, and that's just the thing about God. You ain't gonna hear him just because you want to, right? Because he, you know, you know, the old folks say Jesus is on the main line, right? That's sometimes I done dialed his number, and he, he, I don't know if he blocked me or he just decided to pick up when he felt like it. But that's the reality. We're not gonna get an answer or a response immediately. Right. We're not gonna get what we asked for just because we asked for it. Correct. We're not going to have a situation turn out the way we want it to because we want it to. Correct. There's gonna be a lesson in that season there's a reason for every single thing right that's that's how i feel and i think it's it's best to question yourself what is that lesson before you either give up on whatever it is you're wanting or you start to feel discouraged correct because then i thought that can help you navigate moving forward if you start to ask yourself what's the reason why this why that not questioning god but questioning yourself right i think it'll help uncover quite a few things too do you feel like god makes us wait on the things that we ask for because we may not always be appreciative for the things that we have right now Mm, i honestly feel that yeah i feel like on one end we he may think that we don't appreciate what we already have Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, I think that he may feel as if we're not effectively or sufficiently managing what we already have. Correct. So less about gratefulness Mm -hmm. and more about the way in which we're currently maneuvering with what we already have. That makes sense. That's how that that is how I feel that he might feel now. Okay, that makes sense. You know he. He, he ain't gonna verify right now, but that's just that's just how I feel because you want a new car, but you're not keeping up with the maintenance on the one you got. Right. You're hitting potholes. You ain't changing your tires. You know you're not keeping up with the care needed to have your car last 
for a long time. Like the longevity of it that can come from it when you're taking care of things properly. So how are you going to give you a Benz and you can't, can't take care of that monster you got outside? Right. No. And that, and that's one of the reasons I asked that because we, we don't maintain the things that we have, but mm-hmm. we expect him to give us more. Mm-hmm. And even just me personally talking, like just going back to kind of just being grateful Anytime I find myself complaining about something and then, mm-hmm. so for example, with work, mm-hmm. I can say I want a new job mm-hmm. every day. Mm-hmm. But if one thing I've also had to understand, I have to tell God, thank you for the job I have yeah. now. Mm-hmm. So anything I may not be happy with the moment, mm-hmm. I still, I just say, you know what, God, even though I'm asking for this, I still mm-hmm. thank you for what I have now. Mm-hmm. Because there's some people who don't even have the the little things. And one thing I always say, if God doesn't do anything else, he woke us up this morning. Right. So that by itself is enough. Mm -hmm. But even just with with other things in life, I just always tell God, thank you for for what I have right now. Because he'll also bless me with something bigger later on. And I feel like, too, when you practice that level of gratitude, your blessings come in abundance. Correct. No, you're right because you are grateful, because you practice gratitude. Trey and I do. We have journals. We, you know, thank you, Lord, for the microwave. I was able to warm my food up. In. Right. Thank you, Lord. I'm in the shower and I'm thanking him for hot, clean water. Yeah. It's the little it's things. It's the little things. Um, and he knows that. He right. hears it and he feels it. But to be able to verbalize Say it, it. Is, is something totally different. Right. As always, you know, when, when we near the end of each episode, we're going to always offer encouragement. Right. We're going to always wrap it up with something that you can take with you and be able to utilize moving forward. Do you have any encouraging words before I get to everything I wrote down? <laughs> what I what I just have to say is when you're in your waiting season, the biggest thing is to pray and have faith. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's I feel like that's the biggest thing because, like I said, I've been victim to that. You know, just being impatient mm-hmm. and not allowing God to do the things on His own, on His time mm-hmm. instead of wanting it on my time. Mm-hmm. So just just have the faith, just stay patient, and just allow God to do what He does. Because, like I said, we can ask for something, and it may be on a different scale. It, it can be something so small. But we also have to realize that God can give us something so much greater than we could ever have imagined or even asked for. Yeah. I would like to say that as some of us are in really big waiting seasons, I feel like we can get weary. And it'll feel like we're never going to make it to his promise. But I will encourage all of us and and start off with saying that we will make it to that promise. Right. Like we mentioned earlier, it's not going to be a pretty process process whatsoever but as you walk in obedience and you fix your eyes on god i feel like you could just keep moving while leaning on your faith and you're gonna make it to the promise that he has for you the path it won't always make sense but he's not gonna take you anywhere just to leave you there Correct. he wants to lead you every day to the promise he has for you and he'll be there for you step by step if you allow him He's not going to tell you the whole journey before you get there. Instead, he's going to direct you as you move. It's going to be beautiful when you finally receive the promise that he has for you. And even though the journey was hard, the blessing is going to be so, so sweet. And I feel like if you continuously lean on your faith, 
don't lose sight of the destination and your end goal and really try to manage your mental health, how you talk to yourself, what you make yourself believe and so on during that process. I feel like it, it'll get easier. Right. And, and like the Bible says, God will never leave you nor forsake you. Mm. So don't think he brought you this far just to bring you this far. Right. He has you here for, he has you where you are for a reason. And we have to see the good in it. We have to learn from it Mm -hmm. and he'll just see us through. There's no other way around. And that's something that I think we also just have to really just think about and, and learn. Can I get an amen? Amen. (laughs) Thank y'all so much for tuning in today. Thank y'all. We appreciate y'all. We love y'all. As always, we thank y'all for the love and the support and the feedback that you guys give us. We spoke directly from the heart today. Ain't no pre-planned questions. Ain't no, we ain't even think twice about it. So I I hope that this touches you guys in some way, form, or fashion, and you're able to take it with you and and really hold it dear to your heart. Right. And now, let's get into our Let's Talk About It segment. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. I was driving to see a client today. I promise you, this just like popped up in my head. And I was like, Siri, take a note. And I, I asked the question. So he, I take a note. I did. And she did. She did. My would you rather, would you rather stop life right now and be able to redo it up until this point? Or would you rather continue on with life living in complete uncertainty? I think I would rather continue mm-hmm. living mm-hmm. with uncertainty mm-hmm. because I feel like one, we don't know what the next day or what the next two weeks holds already. Right. So anything I've been through in my past, I've been through for a reason. Mm-hmm. And so it taught me a lesson and made me into the person I am now. So therefore, there's no need to go back. I don't want to change it. I want to let it be what it is and just go forward and just like, just let God, let God handle the rest and <laughs> yeah. just, and just live my day and just go from there. Would you even go as far as saying we're already living in uncertainty? We are. Cause we don't know what tomorrow holds. We yeah. don't know what the next 30 minutes holds for yeah. us. So I feel like we are. So I'm just, I'm definitely going to continue and just live life with uncertainty and just have the faith and just mm-hmm. trust God. I love that because if you did choose to go back and redo it, it's still only up until this point. Right. So after this point, there's still uncertainty. Correct. You don't get the chance get to the go chance. forward and redo right. it twice. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? And I agree. I feel like what we've been through thus far has shaped us to who we are today. Correct. Correct. Good, the good, the bad, the ugly, the pretty, the indifferent. Correct. It's helped us become the people that we are talking on, you know, to this microphone. And I, one thing I, I, one thing I, some, I pray at times as well and say to God, thank you for what I've been through. Like oh, you said, yes. whether it's the good and the good or the mm-hmm. bad, because it's taught me a lot as a man, as a person. Mm-hmm. So I could, I, I'm truly grateful for him putting me through the things that I did, that I mm-hmm. went through at those times. Yeah. In those moments, I may not have understood of why I was going not. through it, mm-hmm. but the older I've gotten, 
And the more I look back on it, it was all for a purpose. It was all for a reason. Mm-hmm. I, I, I lost relationships, whether that's, you know, with love or even just with friendships for a reason. Mm-hmm. I moved on from this job for a reason. Mm-hmm. You know, things happened. This, you know, this person may have left this earth for a reason. So the older you get, the more you realize why he removed you from certain spaces and why he did certain things in your life. I do feel like there are some instances or situations that we move on from and we still don't know the why. We still don't understand why it happened, but we do choose to take something from it to help us cope moving forward. Correct. Because I feel like not everything has a definitive answer. Not everything has a, a definitive reason. And sometimes people like me and you, we need concrete evidence to right. support whatever it is that has right. happened. But instead, we choose to take from it what we can because we can't control anything beyond anything. ourselves. Right. Um, so I, I do think that there is, when we choose to look at the lesson mm-hmm. in, in the things, in our misfortunes or the lessons and things that happened that we would not have asked for on any day, that allows us to continue to grow our faith, maintain faithfulness, and and move forward in a way that allows us to continue to lean on our faith. Right, and and I feel like sometimes we we fight God in certain things. Oh yeah. And when I when I mean that, I mean we could be in situations that we should no longer be in, mm-hmm. and we steady fighting to be there mm-hmm. and trying to convince ourselves we should be there when we should when we should, when we should be gone. Yeah. And one thing I've experienced when you come out of something bad or something that you should have been out of, it's some better waiting for you on the other side. Ooh. Like I've literally experienced that. Like mm. I've gotten out of certain situations and I should have been gone a long time ago, but at the time that I got out, there was something better waiting for me mm-hmm. on the other side. And I think that was just God waiting for me to get out of where I thought I should be. And he showed me something else. That was God waiting for you to get out of your own way. Correct. No, you're absolutely right. He was, he was waiting for me to get out of my way yeah, and just allow too. him to to take over and do what he's been trying and waiting for me. Well, what he's been trying to do, but just been waiting on me to remove myself. Letting God be God is more of a challenge than I think half of us realize. Correct. Letting him guide us and not allowing ourselves to spearhead that journey. Correct. That's not our responsibility. I can say where I want to go, mm-hmm. but he's going to be standing where he wants me to be. Right. I'm going to be mad at him because he not where I thought I was supposed to be. Right. If we allow God to guide us through the journey while we're moving towards the destination, I think we'll all have, live very different lives. No, you're absolutely in a good way. You're absolutely right. <laughs> so that that this this let's talk about it with deep as well. I was about to say now. We went from would you rather, would you rather? to well, at least I ain't asking you about somebody with no legs and no hands. Yeah, let's not keep it. Let's not even bring that back up <laughs> this week. Y'all have a great weekend. Bye. Yeah, have a great weekend.